What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. My name is Alex, and always, well, not always because he wasn't here last week. He's back. Sean is I'm back. Busy. With, he's been busy. Evidently, he forgets his all his other priorities, and he forgets that we do a podcast every Sunday now, which don't, don't, don't worry. I, I did that, too. So it's all good. But we're glad to have you back. We're glad to have Sean back. And we got a lot of stuff to go over today on today's podcast. But before we get started, we just want to say thank you to everyone that's been supporting us. Don't forget to check out jujitsuradio.com for all the latest episodes, all the latest merch, all the other crazy stuff that we got going on. We got a lot planned for this year. Um, obviously, schedule's been a little bit funky just to get back into groove of everything. But we got a lot of fun stuff planned for everybody Big thanks to everyone that joined us for the uh, fight companion for UFC 258. We're going to go over all that stuff today. And as always, big shout out and thank you. And reminder to check out our sponsors, Chocoloha, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., and Giraffe Choke. When you check out the description of the video below or the podcast or you go to jujitsuradio.com, we'll hook you up with the best promo codes for the best merchandise. Only promo codes that you're you're going to find for those companies right here with us so don't forget to check them out and get a hookup on all the best gear also don't forget to follow us on instagram don't forget to follow sean at gorilla boy bjj you can follow jujitsu radio and you can follow me at sonder marketing for those of you that have been following you got to see a lot of behind the scenes coming up to last night's fight so for those of you that wanted to check out just how uh, how much stuff i get to see we're doing all the fun stuff that I get to do. You get to see some uh, old school behind the scenes photos of Gilbert and Kamaru uh, sparring before the fight. So, you know, it was good to go. But we're going to get everything started. You got something to say? Not a thing. I'm ready to go. Right. Show's over. Let's get this party started. We're live. We're live. Are we live? I mean, technically, we're not live, but technically, we're, we're, we're alive. We're alive, and we're. I mean, filming. I, I don't. I don't know about you, but we're technically not live. You hurting? I know you hurting. You've been. Cheers, cheers. Oh, is that one of those Kindler, bro? Kindler little things. Yeah. yeah, those things are the best. Since when are you drinking? Since when are you drinking? I bought a four pack about a month ago. I got three. Well, now I have two left. You, you just got the pair. You didn't get. I the just mix. got the pair, and I just got one. You haven't tried. That's the other how ones? they come. They come in four. Well, I've had the other ones. It's just I like the pair. All right. No, listen. That's one of the best. That's one of the best things. But since when are you drinking, Mister? I only drink once a year. I had it, and I looked in the. It was either that or a Mick Ultra. Like I didn't. I didn't want to make a drink. I just wanted to grab something. Right, dude. Those things are dangerous. Those things are like. They're insanely delicious. It's almost not classified as alcohol because it's so just, it's not too yeah, it sweet. Doesn't, it doesn't, it, yeah, it doesn't feel or taste like you're drinking alcohol. And if you, like, I could see how, like, if you started slamming like four of these, you're, you're, in, you're in Pound Town. Yeah. You're going to Pound Town. I can chug those things. It's so refreshing. So for those of you that aren't watching on, uh, on YouTube, Sean is drinking, uh, was it Recordling? How's it say? Recordling. Recordling cider? No, Recorderlig. Recorderlig cider. Um, pear cider. Pear cider. So they have a bunch of different ones. I wish they sponsored the podcast. Dude, that'd be so awesome if they sponsored the podcast. Oh, no, it would not be. It would be so good. I'd have one every time. So Sean's not a big drinker, 
Uh, we've got stories on that one, but um, dude, it's some of the best cider. If you're someone that likes cider or maybe sweeter drinks, listen, go give them, go give them a shot. Yeah, well, even sure. you know what I like about the pear one compared to the other ones? It's more refreshing. It, well, it's not as sweet as some of the other mm-hmm. ones. That's why I like, like, I don't like. The berry is good, but the mango yeah. one is super sweet. Yeah, I don't like super sweet at all. I'll, I'll not have even like, like not with dessert, not not dessert, not anything. I don't like super sweet. Yeah, no, I was like that. That stuff is is delicious. What's going on, man? You've been uh, you've been down in the dumps, huh? Been feeling kind of poopy. Well, not even that. I just been that. I was, I well, you know, since my fight to win, I've been dealing with sickness and no Rona, unfortunately unfortunately um, no it's probably fortunately well no i want to get done with it i want to have it and be over with oh i'm but, pretty sure um, you probably already had it but uh no rona and uh and then last weekend i was uh calling the xfn fights on sunday which i will be doing next sunday or the 28th as well mm. so that's something we need to keep in mind but well, that um, weekend i'll be up in orlando for the uh b2 grappling tournament okay. too so I'll probably do one. We could do one Friday night. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. I just realized that. Yeah, I'm going to have to let them know I'm not doing that class. Like Friday night, um, I'll probably get it with Carlos and stuff because we'll be up there. I'll be up there in Orlando anyway. Yeah, whatever so we, we got to do. Yeah, we can knock it out. Dude, good thing you reminded me. I'm, like, I'm not going to be there Friday to teach class. Ooh, listen to us. Everybody's listen, busy. Right? So, yeah. So, it's funny enough because you said it because I got sick after that tournament too, after your fight to win with a sinus infection which i couple, got as well and a Famous. bunch of people did a bunch of people got it so that's why i was like could it be rona but i went and i got the rapid test there's no rona i know i got it last year anyway but it was um i still got a little bit of a cough but that was well, my first one in over a year i rolled from that into into uh, uh allergies i was sneezing and i counted it the other time i sneezed eight times in a row like like eight times like you know i like i sneeze in at least threes it always comes in threes but if it i know if it goes more than three then there's something in blue so like it starts with like five and you know it was five and then six and then the other day it went to eight i was like what the hell have you ever like popped a blood vessel when you do that no but i i you know what i i was from sneezing and coughing i thought i think i had like a pulled ab muscle that's happened to me that's happened to me before so it, it was not fun it, i mean it, it's like i haven't felt terrible i just couldn't breathe and i've been coughing it's like oh and you know it's, it's you're we- still stuffy yeah and it's weird like like when you go in public and you start coughing oh yeah everybody starts looking at you now it's like no i don't got the rona got that happened to me that happened to me right after like we we initially got sick <laughs> I was out and I had the mask and I had a huge coughing fit. I don't know. It was just like, bro, everybody just stops. It just looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I, I prefer it that way. Everybody just goes, you know, it's a, it's funny about a friend of mine. Actually, um, he just tested positive the other day. Oh, tell Nana banana. What's up? I, I'm not going to answer. Well, well, should I answer on phone? Yeah. Just tell, yeah. just tell her we're, we'll call her right back. Hey, hey, Nana Banana. <laughs> no, I'm doing the podcast. He's being romantic so, with me. I, I'm being, well, you can't hear him because I have my headphones on, but Alex is saying hi to you. Um, 
<laughs> I'm doing the podcast. I'll, I'll call you right after. That's okay. I don't know anything anyhow. All right. Uh, All right tell, tell her I said happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Nana Banana. Oh, she hung up on me. Uh, she hung up. That's funny. She's the best. <laughs> um, what were you saying now? Um... <clears throat> I, I don't. I don't remember. We were, you were talking. Oh no! Yeah, I was. Uh, I just got like the the coughing fit and stuff. Oh no! Yeah. So yeah, my buddy, uh, my buddy. Uh, obviously, I'm not gonna throw his name out. He got tested positive for for Rona, but he's got zero symptoms. So he's quarantined for the next obviously like 14 days or whatever. He's like, I'm going absolutely fucking crazy at home. There's a lot of that though. There's a lot of non symptomatic Rona. I think it. I think it's weird. I think a lot of people probably already had it and they didn't know it as so it was something else. And then now they like they probably caught it again and they're just it's whatever. But they're still testing positive. They just don't have any symptoms. And, and so. it's funny. Like I was talking about it with Jay Z on Saturday. It's like, you know, th- you know him and him and Jason are expecting. So it's like normally Jay Z is like Jason. 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 I was about to say like, huh? You know, normally he's like, normally I'd be like, yeah, I'm fine, whatever. But like, yeah. you know, when you have a baby on the way, you start thinking a little bit different. So it's mm-hmm. like, you don't do what you used to do. So, you know, it's, it's, it's weird how life has changed. It really has. It's like a lot of the thing- people that thinks that like, this is, this is the new normal. Like this is how it's going to be forever. No, no, I don't think that. I just think it's going to be weird for a while. Yeah, like I don't think this is a normal because it's all everything about it is abnormal. I just think it's going to be weird for a while. Like again, you're gonna hear somebody coughing in 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 you know in the grocery store, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, Rona," you know. See, what I'm saying? I've always like, I've always thought that even before there was like a Rona, like if someone's like coughing next to me, like you need to get the fuck off. Like you need to go ahead and leave. Like I've always been that way, so it doesn't matter to me. It's the Rona, no Rona. If you're coughing, go fuck yourself. Like you go yeah, but way. but but there's there's something different now. There's there's that the paranoia. Threat, there's that, that fear. threat of death. Yeah, you know, it's like come on. That's why I said unfortunately because I want to get through it. But yeah. here's the thing, I might not get through it. I might get it, and and it, I, yeah, I, you know, I might be one of those that that wasn't able to kick it, and it could be the end of me. I don't know, but it's like. Well, I don't want to live in fear. I mean, like that's my whole thing is I don't want to live in fear. Yes, I wear my mask um, mostly to protect other people, not really because of me. But it's like, you know, I wear my mask as I should. But it's like, you know, it's like uh, I want to, I want to, I want to yeah. be free. You know, I want to do my thing. It's funny if you go back and look at history for when uh, when uh, the U.S. got hit with the Spanish flu, and there was. You know, everybody had to start wearing masks, but there were groups. There was anti-masker groups back then, too. There was, like, full-on coalitions of people, like, refusing to wear masks, like, don't wear masks and stuff like that. And now, <laughs> excuse me, and now they're they're saying, oh, the new strain is, like, the actual more dangerous, is going to be the real strain. It's like, man, you guys don't even fucking know. Nobody just, knows. They don't know because now they're doing, like, they're doing the whole like well the question is if i get vaccinated can i still get it or can i still transmit it yes and no one has like any answer it's like yes you still can yep 100 you can still transmit but, it it's just it just helps you it helps the the vaccinated 
fight off the symptoms. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those things that it's so sudden and it's such a drastic change. And I was having this conversation with someone the other day that once all this dies down and things start going back to normal, was it? I was talking with the nail, like, man, the next 10 years is going to be absolute pandemonium. The, the entertainment industry is going to go through the roof. The alcohol industry is going to go through the roof. There's going to be a huge baby boom. There's going to, the same thing that happened back then, there's going to be so huge of a change. Everyone's going to want to travel. Everyone's going to want to party. Everyone's going to have babies. There's going to be, there's going to be a huge baby boom. I guarantee you. So it's one of those things where it's, man, I, I gave it another, I give it another six months. Honestly, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like this come December all over again. I really don't. But, but here, here, you know, since we are jujitsu radio, let's, let's take a look at how it's changed jujitsu and, and people in California still aren't training. Like they're training, but they're training in secret. Cause I was, I've been talking. Well, to that's what I mean. Training, like, like yeah. you can't, you cannot run a business, a jujitsu business in California right now. You can't run uh, a gym can't run like you can't run anything but i'll tell you where where i noticed like one of the big changes Mm. was with this how quick the orlando open just filled up oh yeah um today is the 14th it filled up i want to say on monday we got where it was closed maybe even earlier yeah it closed so on the 12th was the day they start jacking up the price to the normal price Mm. What this thing closed before they even started jacking up the price. People want to compete badly. No, for sure. People want to compete. People want to, especially now, if you get, if you get into the tournament now, you start stacking up your points, you're already securing yourself a spot for, for worlds, for Pan Ams. Yeah. It's just, here's the whole thing though. And like I said it last year, you know, if I would have won the, the worlds last year, I wouldn't have felt satisfied with the win. Yeah, and it's because it is Rona. Like it, it it's because it wasn't a full. It's not bracket. like a, I, I want a full bracket of of the best, you know. And and yeah. it's just like you know. So it's like how long until you know the world's is the world's again for me. So I mean, I think and, like and, I said I would I would give it until. Well, they're saying Biden said until twenty twenty. 2022 i'm sorry they don't know they don't fucking know uh, like none of these people have any clue all all the information that is being given to to us right now and this has got nothing to do with political affiliations or nothing it's just a patch until the next bit of information nobody knows nobody knows what they need to do nobody knows what they want to do there's no game plan they're just doing it until they get by onto the next bit like just a Let's calm these people down for another week, then another week, then another week. It's just constantly putting a little stone over and over again just to kind of appease everyone and keep everybody down. It's just damage control as of right now, more than anything. Oh, something about the pandemic over mm. the last couple of weeks. I finally tracked down our boy Tom Knox. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's he doing? Um, well, I saw him at the World's. Um, we were actually competing on the same mat, which was funny. And, and for those that don't know, those that are listening, those watching at home, Tom Knox is a professional skateboarder. Um, he's, he's in the master's bracket, uh, master's division 
Uh, I think Masters Four as long as well as I am. You know, with, with in my in my division, mm-hmm. um, he's been a, a professional skater since the '80s. He's got iconic boards out by Santa Cruz, um, and he is a black belt in jujitsu. He owns. Um, what school is it? I'm going to have to look it up again. Right. Um, but, you know, and I, what's funny is, is I remember his uh, one of his students at the Pans. He his student was the one that beat uh, one of the Meow brothers. Mm-hmm. And it was it was like this kid was going at it um, and he won. And, it, and like they're not a great big school or anything like that. But um Tom and I have like linked up at every worlds and we're like, Hey, what's up, dude. And, and then what happened was his original Instagram, the Tom Knox Instagram got hacked. So he doesn't have, he, so I had to go through his gym Instagram and I said, dude, I got to get you on my podcast. He told me anytime. So then the next, what's that? You said my podcast and not our podcast. Happy Valentine's day to you too. Yeah. Well, you know, I, he doesn't know you. He knows me. I could have sworn I messaged them like at one point. Anyway, doesn't so what do you say? He says anytime. So right, we'll we'll have we'll have him as a guest in the next couple of weeks, which will be rad. You know, he's yeah. there's a lot of like like it's funny how how we found Sean Patrick Flannery, like you know, not found him. Like it, it's been yeah. well known that he's a black belt and well known well, that let's it's we're ahead of everybody else. We're ahead. Yeah, of Yeah, we were yeah. like, well, oh, this is a cool thing. Let's talk yeah. to this dude. Um, uh, and there's a couple of people that that I've spoken to on and off that I've been trying to get onto the podcast and saying, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, that that I need to follow up on because uh, we definitely need to get them on. But uh, yeah, having, having Knox on here would be fun. It'd be cool to see. Yeah, because I'd love, I'd, I want to know the, I'd love to hear his journey from yeah. professional skateboarder to uh, you know, jujitsu school owner. You got to find like old footage, like old skate footage of him and stuff. And just get, he's like, got the... some of the raddest boards. He's he's got the the iconic one is like the wizard with the crystal ball. But the one I love the most is like it's a wolf. I love that one, man. He he's got some up. cool stuff. Let me pull it up right now. Tom Knox board. Yeah, it's like this bald wizard. That's like the iconic one. But I like the there's one with there's wolves on it that I really dig. Yeah. Uh oh, he's got the the one with the dude with the baseball bat. It's always funny too. Yeah. It's uh it's funny because like every time I go back and I start looking at boards, I just remember the uh the amount of times I would sit there and just wait for the that wasn't trans world. It was the skate. Crasher or? No, no, no. It, there was a skate like catalog that I would get like every month. And I would never be able to buy a board, but I would always just wait for that skate like catalog to come in just so I could look at all the new board designs, all the new wheels and everything. Damn, what the hell is it called? <laughs> I show you, did I ever show you this? No. So I put this together a couple months ago. I have I've only ridden it on my catwalk here, yeah. but this was the board I had when I was a kid that I loved the most. That's funny. It was it's the Jeff Kendall Santa Cruz. Um, I bought I put I bought Gullwing trucks because I had Gullwing trucks. Yeah. 
Um, I couldn't find black ones, so I just bought orange, and I and I didn't even think about the colors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I bought the 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 one thing I had was these yellow slime ball wheels. And I put this board together, and it's like I want to ride it, but you don't want to get it dirty. But I don't want to get it dirty. It's like it's so weird. I have in my See, closet. But you can't do that. Like it's you wanted it. You wanted no, no, it. no. I'm gonna ride it. I just yeah. I just haven't had the chance. Dude, we but need to I, do that. I haven't, I haven't bombed a, a freaking. Well, I don't. I'll tell you what we want to do is they have one of those pump parks down in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they, they painted it all like, like octopus tentacles. Yeah. It's really rad looking. Dude, let's go. Let's fucking yeah. go, man. But like in my closet, in my one closet, I have a fully put together Nautis board, independent trunk, slime ball wheels. I have uh, my. <clears throat> original the powell reissue yellow mike valeli cruiser with the with the with the um what's it called trucks the um what's the what's the brand um that we with the with the trucks that surf trucks what are the uh, sector nine no 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 the one carver carver so i have the carver set up on that and then i have the carver set up in my car i got the electric skateboard I got I got a carver set up at the gym. I'm like, holy shit! How many skateboards need, do I have? Yeah, you don't need that many boards. And then I have I have a board on my wall, and I got a stack of boards here. Like, and each one, I'm like, oh man, I want to put that one back together. It's funny because like, so I've been looking for for a new apartment. So like, I've been trying to find stuff, and I found one up in in Palm Beach. Even though I don't want to go that far north. But it's literally a block away from like a little skate park right there. And I was like, oh, that would be fucking dangerous. Is it on the island? No, it's just, uh, it's off of, it's off of, what was it? I want to say like Belvedere. It was like close to Belvedere or something like that. But there's a skate park, like Rick Phipps or something stupid like that. Um, Skate park. And it's right there. I'm like, man, that'd be dope. I would be right next to the skate park. So anytime I want like lunch break, go jump straight to to go skate for a while because there's not going to be anybody there during the day. But I was going to ask you, like, we got to talk. Is there any spots open where you are? Um, I don't know for rent. I know they're selling some, but I can. I'll. I'll, I'll yeah, because I gotta. I gotta find a new spot, man, dude. It's so. So, full disclosure, I've actually been looking at at moving. Um, I've been trying to stay in Florida, but the way that everything is costing here, man, I'm like this close to saying, screw this, either go to, to Texas, Montana or Puerto Rico. That's it. Like Puerto Rico, if I can keep on working remote, I'll go train with like fucking Gordon and all them. I'll go move over there. If I go to Texas, probably Austin, Austin or Houston, go over there and go train and, and whatever and work and go back to doing my own personal business stuff, if not Montana, and just living off the grid, fuck it. I'll go hunting every day. You move to Houston, you could train a Sean SPFs. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'd go work with them. I'd go train with them. Like, that'd be fun. But, dude, like, Florida is getting so out of hand. It's getting Well, dude, so- my, I don't pay that much. I have a – it's basically a two, one and a half, and I'm paying thirteen fifty a month. I thought you were paying more. No, I pay thirteen fifty a month, dude. Yeah, if you got another one, man, let's be neighbors. Let's be buddies. I just want to make sure that my bedroom wall is right next to your bedroom wall, so you can hear me smashing 
and be like, yeah, get some. <laughs> and and by the way, by smashing, he means smashing himself because chicken. He's he he he. His game has dwindled over the years. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I'm more happy just being by myself. Good to go. Um, he's, he's, smash, he's smashing the, the pump on the Jergens lotion. On the Jergens. You got to give him a Jergens. Um, yeah, I dude, was just, but... I was just watching the, the highlight or one of the uh, uh, the blooper reels to... Did you ever see I Love You, Man? With Paul Rudd and uh, Jason. Dude, it's funny. And he's like... He's, he's got this whole... St- he's got this whole station. He's like, well, this is where I jerk off. And it's got like the jerk. It's like, it's yeah. just like, it's like his jerk off station. Yeah. It's just funny. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Um, but I have seen, so you missed it last night. Obviously we didn't really plan it out. It was kind of like a last minute thing, but we did a, um, a fight companion for UFC 258. Um, and we had a lot of people jump in and join us from, from all over, uh, which was a lot of fun. It's funny how many people like jumped on or like, hey, so where's the stream? And like, we're not illegally streaming here, buddy. This is uh, this is just a fight companion yeah, to talk <laughs> with it. But we had a lot of people, man. Captain Hank joined us. Uh, the Mighty Pinto joined us. My my good buddy. Um, I, I had a bunch of people do. It was so much fun, and we had the bets. But did you you watch the whole card? Right? I watched the whole thing, dude. That yeah. was a great card. That was like an underrated card. Yeah, it was a it was a great card, but it was a long card. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. was like every fight went three rounds, in the, at least on the main on the on the. No, well, that's not true. Who? Not the Hadalfa one. That wasn't on the main card. That was on the main card. No, it was prelims. That was prelims. Yeah, that was prelims, dude. So let's talk about that. How I, I here? Yeah, dude. I am so I am sick of pe- like I had seen some people say stuff about see jujitsu doesn't work, and I'm like. Dude, he got tapped by jujitsu. Number one. Number two. Who said jujitsu doesn't work. Idiots on the internet. Well, there you go. No, number so okay. I guess you should preface this about what happened. Basically, ultimate like one of the BJJ gods, Adolfo Vieira, uh, fought last night and ended up getting tapped out in the second round. I think. Yeah. So let's. Or let's third round. This. Second or third round. I don't no, remember was, which uh, round. It's the second. I'm pretty sure it was the second. We'll pull it up. So backtrack it for the white belts that, that listen to us. If you don't know who Hodolfo Vieira is, you need to go back and look him up. It's a world champion, ADCC champion, and one of the baddest dudes to ever be in, in jiu-jitsu. Nicest guy. One of the by, nicest dudes. By the way, he is, like, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but he is my favorite jiu-jitsu player. Oh, dude, he's he's such a beast. He is, like, like, like you know how it's like, you have your favorite quarterbacks or your favorite yeah. teams. Adolfo Vieira, like during his like prime when he was just killing everybody, is my all-time favorite jujitsu guy. No, just- he's he's like just to go back and watch some of his fights will give you an idea of the caliber of athlete that he is. So he's been undefeated uh in MMA. He was seven and zero coming into last night. He was the favorite to win. Yeah, and like by like the dude was a minus four or something. 30 to one. It was a 30 to one on uh what was the guy's name? Julian. Not Julian. Uh, no, 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 um, not Julian. Uh uh Hernandez though. Hernandez. So 
the problem Anthony is Anthony Hernandez. Anthony Hernandez. So the problem is, is that yes, for a lot of the jujitsu guys, not everybody's got hands. All right. Gilbert has hands. Like Damian Maya didn't have any hands. Sergio Marias, he started getting hands. Um, but most of those guys don't have hands. Hadolfo was starting to get some hands. He had he had striking, he hit hard. But the problem is, is that he did what got him to the dance, which is he would just submit everybody. Nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is someone manages to survive long enough and he ends up tagging them is what happened last night. So not to take away from, from Hernandez. Like, no, no, that was, that was the bottom line was, is is that was Hernandez's toughness and his face. Hadafo got kicked in the face. So for him to tap out an ADCC champion as an MMA fighter is huge. I honestly think, and I, I hate to say it, but I think Hadafo just wanted out. He just wanted out at that point. Because the way that I see it, it was more of a crank because he was kind of pulling. I don't think it was really a choke. But, I, I mean, I could see his ear. I think if he had the energy, he could have gotten out. Well, you I know, think he, he just did, wanted out. He said he was, after that first round, he had nothing left. Yeah, no, he was done. He was done. I, I, did you read his post? No, what did you say? On Instagram? No, here, read it while uh, I get to turn the AC on, but I got my headphones on. Here, read it. All right, let me let me let me pull it up. Find it. Yep. So let me do the translation. Shout out to John Tuck, old school shirt. What you know about the the Guam shirt, guys? So here here's his post from yesterday. Guys, yesterday was the worst day of my life. It was the worst performance of my life. It was the first time of my son watching me, even though he was a baby and didn't understand anything. On the other hand, it was even good not to see the beating that dad took and still to be finished. LOL. It was also the first time I mourned after my grandmother passed away. She was one of my biggest fans and watched all of my fights. I really wanted to come out victorious and dedicate this to them. Unfortunately, not everything comes out as we want. I'm here still not understanding why I got tired so soon in the first round. I had some mistakes that I already know which ones were, which will be surely be fixed, but really tired of the way I got tired. I still don't get it. I had a great camp, had the best weight cut to date. Everything was great, but I have to congratulate Anthony on the big win and really hope he won that 50,000 performance night bonus. Uh, I know I need to improve a lot in everything. I've never hidden this, and I train every day in search of this evolution. At last, it came to pass. I just want to thank all of you for the messages of encouragement and support. You keep sending me. You really don't exist. Well, I think that's a loss in translation. Translation, yeah. I'm, I'm very thankful to God, and I feel super blessed to have the family that I have, friends, and, of course, the fans. And even without knowing me personally, it can make me feel so strong. So important and so loved by you all. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you. Um, yeah, I mean, so, he's honest. He's honest. He's not hiding anything. He's honest. No, and 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 look, look. Here's the thing. It is mixed martial arts. It's not a jujitsu match out there. Um, he went at that first round. He went after 
Anthony. He was looking for the finish in that first round. No, I mean, um, he needed it. He needed it. Like, he needed it to be the first round. And he was there. He was there. I don't – I have to go back and watch it. He made the mistake of getting off of the mount and turning down, like, because he was on the mount. He had it. He had it. He could have just stayed up top, ground and pound, and just kept it there. Could have just kept it there. You you want to know – what what some people are saying and 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 i kind of tend to agree with him he may be too muscular for that division that division yeah like if he leaned up if he leaned up a little well, he's, bit he doesn't need to lean up he was shredded yeah but, but what he needs to do, he needs he, to drop some muscle he, right. he either needs to drop some muscle or he needs to go to 205 he wouldn't do he couldn't do 205 he couldn't do 205. It's just why he's he he's could, a big dude. He's a big dude, but he's all muscle now. So for him to go up means more mass has to go into the frame. He might have to cut less. I'm sure he probably rocks around at like what 210. But like yeah, I mean he was a, he he was super heavyweight. Yeah, so and jujitsu. So, so so the most he weighed was 220. 220. So, so and you're thinking about the weight that he has to cut. If he leaned up, he'd be a, a lean strong guy um what's his name um he's a jiu-jitsu guy too from adcc um galvao no galvao fought mma too yeah let's not talk about that um (laughs) um (laughs) no oh my gosh the other freaking adcc guy that oh you're uh some uh, some uh yuri samoas no yuri Uh, yeah but no it's the other guy oh my gosh she's the um I'll th- I'll think of the name. Oh my gosh. Let me see. Type in ADCC UFC. Yeah. So um I know who you're talking about. It's like there's a guy actually I'll that see, no, looks, every, every, <laughs> everything's um, about <laughs> Yeah. There's a guy actually that trains over at Wagner's that looks just like him. Yeah, this guy. This guy. What's his freaking name? Um not Verdum. Not Mark Kerr. Come on. Dude, what happened to Jacare? I haven't seen Jacare in a while. This guy. This freaking guy. What is his name? Why don't they show his name? Here, I'm going to zoom in so you can see his face. I can't believe I can't remember his freaking... Davi Ramos. Davi Ramos. Davi Ramos. That's Davi it. Ramos. It's like Davi Ramos is a big guy. He's a big dude. He's all muscle. Dude, if he dropped weight a little bit, man, he'd be a beast. He's already a beast, but he would be the bigger guy, the stronger guy, just leaner. Like, Hadafa would be an absolute beast. Like, I mean, look at what Gilbert did. He was super low weight. He's like, the weight cut is killing me. Screw this. He went up, and he and he ripped it. Yeah. He ripped it, and he got to the title shot. So it's like, I think there's got to be some fine-tuning for Hadafo. But he could still be like a killer. I think he would be way better than Damian Meyer or Sergio Marias or any of those guys. Yeah, he he's got some. He's got he's got a little bit extra. Yeah, he's got a little bit extra. He's yeah. got a little bit extra talent. He's got a lot more to work on his striking to fix those like mistakes. Like because it's always been my thing. Like yes, we we agree on it. Don't forget to do what got you to the dance. A hundred percent. We always say that. But the fact that you sit there and you say it and you don't put in the time to be, say, hey, I want to be the best at striking, then that's what screws you over. That's what ends up getting you. I like, And I think that's one of the other things with 
you know, we've never seen really the striking for, for Bushesha. I want to see what Bushesha striking is like leading up to his, like his debut. Cause it got pushed back again. Yeah. That but it's dude like, dropped. It's got, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And Bushesha should be paying attention to Hadafo, to Davi, to all those guys to see what are they doing that I should not be doing. And I should be preparing for, you know, especially because Hadafo- do you want me to tell you what I would do if I was, if I was those guys, uh, I don't know if it's smart, but 90, I would say 90% of my, I, let, let me, let me go back. 70% would be striking. Mm-hmm. 5%, 10% would be grappling. The rest would be putting them together. So 70% striking, 20 to 30%. Well, I guess that's over. That's counting over six, you know, but basically most everything would be striking and then putting it together with the grappling and then a little bit of grappling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. See, if it was me, if it was like, if I was like in Hadafo's shoes, right. And I knew I wanted to get into MMA, I would say the next year I'm moving. I'm going to go live in Thailand. I'm going to do nothing but Muay Thai. There's no jujitsu. There's no nothing. I'm going to do strictly Muay Thai. Yeah, I'll do jujitsu class like once or twice a week, whatever. I'll do grappling, but I'm just going to do strictly Muay Thai. Because if you're at that level of a grappler, you don't need to go take wrestling class other than to get the, the reps in, to keep the motion and like and stay sharp to it. But it's all, all, all striking. And so what happened to... Fuck, man, I wish I, I need to get better with remembering it. Was it Eric Anders? The guy that, like, all of a sudden, he was on Joe Rogan after he was, like, putting on, like, a striking clinic. I forget. He just went, he moved straight to Thailand, and he's like, I'm just doing striking. That's it. This is what I need to work on. And his striking went through the roof, and he was piecing people up. If I was a Dolphin, that's it. That's what I'm going to go. One year, just there. Straight doing nothing but striking. Nothing but striking. Because you know jujitsu is going to be there. Your grappling is yeah. going to be there. It's not just going to go magically away. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what you, I'm like, saying. You don't need to do it like every day or even what you have to do. Here's, MMA is a game of constantly filling holes. Okay? Let's talk. There's the striking aspect, the ground aspect, and the transition aspect. Getting it to the ground or getting it back up to the feet. Right? That's, the, that's basically jujitsu or that's basically MMA. Mm. you're on your feet you're on the ground or you're trying to do one of those two things or you're on on your feet or or right right but part of that is try some normally when you're on the fence again a lot of that is trying to either get that person down or make sure you don't get put down so i count that as part of the transition right but what you should be doing is always filling the the biggest holes in in your in your yard you know, yeah. if your your front well, yard. Well, that's what Dos Anjos did. Like Dos Anjos is like he was an awesome striker. He's a great grappler, but he when he put in all the work in his striking. Like I would say that he's probably the best between him and Gilbert. He's probably the best jujitsu person with striking. He has the best striking out of all the jujitsu people. It would have to be Dos Anjos and Gilbert. Yeah, but but then what you can't do is like what Michael Johnson did. Michael Johnson was a wrestler that fell in love with striking so much. Well, he had hands. Right, he, right. But he was a wrestler 
but he he fell in love with striking so much that he kind of like I don't want to say disregarded or or you know or ignored that part, but like like he stopped filling those holes as much as he. Lot, yeah, a lot of you guys know what I'm do saying? that. A lot yeah. of guys do that. I mean, I think like that it was used a- to it used to drive me nuts when I would go to um, you know Black Zillions and I would see Mike hitting pads. Like that's what he was all like. Yeah. I, you know, I would see him every day and every day I would see him hitting pads. Very rarely would I see him in the grappling class. No, I, I watched them when, uh, when they were at combat club and I watched them do like one jujitsu class. His grappling was great. He's a great wrestler. He's great striker, but it's like, man, you're not always going to finish your fight on the feet. It's not always going to go that way. It doesn't matter. I missed, if you I can missed get how up. he lost his last fight. He did he get knocked out? I forget. Um, you can look it up real quick. But yeah, man, it's it was really crazy to see. And every time ever anybody asks me, like, oh, how do you think it's gonna go for for this for this grappler? It's like he can get knocked out. He can get knocked out 90% of the time. If you're gonna ask me how's a grappler gonna lose, is he's gonna get knocked out. Unanimous decision to uh, so his decision, yeah. So it's they're gonna get knocked out. It's that's very rarely would you see something like this happen. What happened last night is absolutely mind blowing. Is absolutely mind blowing to watch Hadolfo Vieira get tapped out. Not that Hernandez isn't any good in grappling. Clearly he is, and he wanted that one. He wanted to put that staple there. He wanted to say, "I just tapped out the black belt ADCC champion." More power to you, dude. That that puts your stock up up for sure. But it was Hadolfo. I don't know if Hadolfo's ever been rocked like that and pressured like that. I don't know that that fight where it looked like Hadolfo's eye got ripped out. That was that yeah. was a rough time too. Um, that was the one before last. Yeah, and here's the th- like at the end of the second round. So the whole first round, I don't remember which round it was, but. But uh, Anthony Hernandez stood up, and I could have sworn he said to Adolfo, "Welcome to MMA." No, really? It's I couldn't make it out. Um, but he said something, something to him as they I think you're right. as the round ended, and he walked well, like, away. Yeah. And, I mean, and if you remember, mean. at the end of the first round, Adolfo was like still down on the ground. Yeah, he was. And still it was dazed. like he was like yeah. he was. Like, but he didn't get caught crouched. with anything. They did. They did. I don't, he got clipped. No, no. Yeah. No, he got but, clipped. He got clipped. It wasn't anything major, but he got clipped because he was backing up. But he ended up just having like both fists on the ground, just kind of sitting on his heels and just huffing and puffing. Like you could tell he was still out. He was still yeah. dazed in there. Like he was in the tunnel. When you yeah, get rocked so, like that, you get in the tunnel. And then and then, you know, we have that, which was, you know, and 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 idiots online saying, you know you like haters man there are just so many haters and not and what drives me crazy is exactly what cub swanson said every did you see what cub swanson tweeted no. the other day what did he say and it got him all kinds of heat he said every every mma sports writer should have a minimum of three fights oh yeah yeah, yeah. no i saw that and 100 percent. i said the same thing i actually tagged some shitbag um from mma junkie because that Pollyanna fight where he, the first thing he asked her was like, Oh, the, about like the, when she beat up that mugger 
that like assaulted her and she beat up the mugger because he thought he was going to get away with beating up a girl. So this just shit bag from MMA junkie sat there and tried to turn this into like an anti Joe Rogan like post, which Joe Rogan doesn't need me to go fucking bat for him. But uh, I think it was Pollyanna, right? Yeah, it was Pollyanna where like she writes back like, yeah, I can't believe people still talking about that. It happened two years ago, but it was great because it got, I got so many messages so many women, yeah. of women wanting to go and start taking self-defense. And somehow this just pole smoker just decided to turn this into like, oh, Joe Rogan to asking about something that happened to her two years ago, completely negating the fact that she just said, the same event is what inspired other women to go take martial arts and take self-defense. Like that's why he did it dummy. So why would you turn this into some social justice warrior? Like, let me toot the horn and cloud chase it. Like trying to act like Joe Rogan said something that is going to go and, and get him canceled or something. That's so stupid. A hundred percent or guys like yeah. Kevin Ioli, fuck Kevin Ioli. All those so, people are just yeah, garbage. And yeah. And that's what it is. And not one of them, has ever done anything remotely as hard as that. And then they talk the internet. Like I wish, like sometimes I want to do, I want to put the entire population of the internet into a burlap sack and beat it with a baseball bat. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's so stupid. Like there's so much stuff that, that, and I read it more than you do because I get in there deeper like an idiot because I don't have anything else to do where I start reading all the stupid shit. These people are so stupid. They're so dumb. You get guys, like what happens is you get these old guys now that did boxing commentary for 30 years. They just sat there and they think that they know boxing. They've never put on gloves. They've never been punched in the face. They don't understand about cutting weight, what it takes to get up to, to the cage or to the ring. They have zero fucking clue. But because they've watched it and they sit there and they ask questions, they think they know, right? They think they know. So then what happens when somebody slips up or something happens? Well, yeah, he's pretty much done. He doesn't know what he's doing anymore. He or call him a professional when they miss weight cuts. Look, like, come there, on. There, man. there, there are some people that it is unprofessional to, to miss a weight cut, but there are sometimes there are circumstances that you don't know what is going yeah. on. I mean, look at what happened with like with Jillian. Like, I was so stoked to to watch Jillian fight, and she made weight. She was fine. She she felt great. She had Four, to get food poisoning or something for sure. But at four o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden she starts throwing up. I'm sure, like, and that's something different. I don't know what happened, but one of the things that always irked me because I watched bodybuilders do it, I watched fighters do it, where it's they've been cutting weight, and what do they do? They go get sushi. I got to have sushi. I have to have this and that, like seafood. Like, no, man. Uh-uh. If I'm doing that, I'm having a well-cooked steak. I'm having, like, potatoes, something well-cooked that I know it's got to be boiled. There's no way. Even lettuce I'd be worried about for there being, like, salmonella well, you know or what something. I would, if, you know, if I were to do that, I, I would just – the night after the weigh-in, what I would do is I would just eat what I've been eating – up until that point, if I've yeah. been eating clean, I'm going to eat clean tonight. I don't care if I made weight. It's time to eat clean. I can I can eat dessert tomorrow after the fight, but tonight I'm still eating clean. Tomorrow I'm going to eat clean. Give me, give me clean fuel. And then after the fight, when I can relax, I'll eat what I want. Yeah, um, like, I mean, come on, man. Like, I get it. But you work so hard to that point. I would never risk it 
over, oh, I got to have sushi. I got to have tilapia. I got to have this. No, that's food poisoning. I do not trust hotel food. I don't trust restaurant food. I, even going to a restaurant now, restaurants that I've gone there forever, man, I still get weird. Like, now let's find out if I'm going to shoot here's my the pants thing. this time. I, I don't think it was hotel food. Um, be, I don't know. I don't know. That, I, because the UFC provides the meals for the week um now with that with that one company so like all her meals uh or all the fighters meals are taken care of now. i mean it could have been something in there that caused like an allergic reaction it could have been yeah it or been maybe a of, it could have been anything it still could be like delayed reaction to the weight cut it could be whatever you know yeah. i mean listen i look at what happened uh was it bobby green he I don't let, know what happened to Bobby Green. He cut weight. He made weight. He made weight in the last 15 minutes or something like that that he had left. There's like he had literally minutes left, made the weight, and then he collapsed backstage. It's it's the weight cut. A weight cut's no joke. But I mean, like yeah. I said, at the end of the day, all these just shit bag. And, and I know I've been working on not cursing on the podcast, but I, I can't, I cannot not get frustrated with these guys. They're sitting there and talking stress. And the same thing with jujitsu. Like we see all these people putting jujitsu articles now that like they're trying to make clickbait articles. Like, come on, man, stop. Because everything that you're doing, like and all putting these people down are keeping fighters and, and grapplers from making the money that they need to be because you're too busy trying to like cancel culture or shame them. Say like, oh, so-and-so posted this. Like, come on, man, go fuck yourself. And then, oh, just because you couldn't make it onto onto the New York Times or USA Today as a freaking journalist, you're gonna go be a shitbag to somebody else. And then let's talk about the main event, which was one of the hardest main events to ever watch. I I don't know about you. That was everyone kept asking me about like, oh, who do you think you're gonna win? Like, I literally got someone asking me, um, give me some inside info on their sparring so I know for bets. I'm like, no, uh, -uh. I got nothing to tell you. Like, whatever happened in the gym that I saw, I'm not going to tell you. Like, it's just not going to happen. But it's also, like, to watch one of my closest friends for, like, the last seven, eight years, Gilbert, to another one of my friends that I literally train with and I see all the time, like, and I've known almost the exact same amount of time. Like, Gilbert's been fighting for this since day one. He wanted that title shot. It's always, it's, he might as well have just engraved it into the wall that he looked at every morning when he woke up. That was his, that yeah. was his focus. And Kamaru, Kamaru's coming up from, you know, like he fought tooth and nail. He beat everybody. And it's like, what do you, what can you do? Yeah. I, like, like everybody was asking me and I said, look, I go, I go, do you want me to tell you the truth? And they go, yeah. I go, well, look, I'm going to tell you this. I love Gilbert. I like Kamaru and it's just their personalities. Gilbert, you know, Gilbert is like open and, and jovial and, and likes to talk and is more sociable. Kamaru is a little bit more reserved. So it's like, you don't really get to know. Well, he's got the chip on his shoulder because of stuff that he's gone through. Right. But it's like, the thing is, is like, they're two different personalities and one is easier to connect to than the other. You're right. So, so I've always connected to, to Gilbert more because it's like, you know, he's, he, and he's a jujitsu guy. And, and, you know, that's, that's who I go, here's what I told everybody. I go, look, I go, Gilbert called for this fight. So that leads me, you don't call for fights that you think you can lose. 
regardless of whether or not you want something so but just want the shot you don't call for fights you think you're going to lose gilbert thinks he's going to win so maybe he knows something about those sparring sessions that you know leads him to believe he's going to win however and then i would tell them this it is hard to bet against Kamaru when you've watched everything that dude has done. He has just, you know, like, you know, he talks about his mindset and how mentally tough he is. That is what that, that I think 100% more than his skill, more than his cardio is what has won, you know, won him 17 fights in a row. People don't remember he started off 0 and 1. Yeah. So, no. you know, you know, so it's like I, I, my heart wanted Gilbert, but I didn't, at the same time, I didn't want Kamaru to lose. It's, it was a really weird, it's a tough spot. It's a weird, man. it's a, yeah. And, and, and it's, which, which tells you how weird it was for them to be fight. Like, think about how we're talking now about them fighting. And then now think about them having to fight each other. I don't think that part was weird. I mean, I, th- it's, I've watched it. I've watched it hundreds of times. When I tell you I've watched them spar hundreds of times, I could have told you exactly who's going to be doing what, when in that fight. I could have sat there and I told you exactly how everything was going to play out in that fight. I couldn't tell you the ending, though, because the ending can always go 50-50 with those two, the way that those two fight their fighting styles and their approach unless someone did something absolutely out of the the norm where they just throw some crazy technique that just out of nowhere it's exactly what was going on exactly what you saw is exactly what you saw every day and and again not the way that it ended because it never ended like that you know they're just sparred it's it's the first time that I can say where I have understood the argument of when coaches don't let guys compete to close out or make them close out the, the bracket in a grappling tournament. It's the first time where I can understand and say, you don't want your two guys fighting each other. And I can completely see why, because it's not even just them. It's everybody around them in the gym. And now you've created a big tear. You created a big tear because a lot of the guys from Samford Hard Knocks were talking shit about Kamaru and posting stuff and trolling Kamaru. Which I think is is wrong. Listen, it's not my place. Yeah. It's, it's not I, my I mean, place. That's what they felt is right. They're grown ass men. They do it. No, 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 no. I, I understand that 100%, but he didn't leave because he wasn't happy there. He left because his teammate was fighting him. No, there's a lot more. There's a lot more to it. That's not, that's not the reason I can't tell you. Cause I don't know the exact reason as to why they left. I think that's just a small portion of it. There's other stuff, but listen, they're family. They grew up together. They spent the last six, seven years punching each other, pushing each other, cornering each other like cheering each other on to come to this. So that's why it's like, even Henry, Henry Hooft is like, I'm not going to watch the fight. He didn't go corner anybody. He's like, I'm not going to watch the fight. He's like, they, he's, I did my part. Like they need to do what they need to do. They need to have it out. They're going to have it out. 
And I, I commend Henry for, for doing that. You know, I've known the guy and he's never been one to bullshit. That's probably the hardest I've ever seen him having to sit there and do stuff. And, and uh, yeah, that's, that's one thing you like you can say about Henry unequivocally is yeah. he doesn't deal with bullshit. Henry will never bullshit you. He will never bullshit you. It doesn't matter if it's something as simple as like, you know, like, what is, do you is think my jab? Of, okay. Yeah. He'll tell you, no, it's fucking sucks. And he, if you're weak minded and you can't handle that criticism, that honesty, like he's not your guy. But for me, I've always loved having a conversation with Henry because we've always had, you know, if I asked him a question, he's never hesitated to give me the answer. There's never any like top secret stuff. Like, no, he's, this is the way that it is. You know, I asked him, I've asked him advice before. Like, what about doing this uh, in like striking? And he tell me, he's like, you do, you need to fix that. Like do this, do that. But when it came to, to this, it's just like, Hey, what, what's he going to do? He's not going to be disrespectful to either guy that have had his back all through the craziest shit that's happened all throughout tough, all dealing with the black zillions drama, like behind the scenes, the coaching bullshit of like whatever else is going on, like Glenn, not paying them. And then they've always been there. They never left gyms with everybody. Like when you guys get guys talented, like Kamaru and Gilbert, there's going to be snipers from all sides, from all sides. And I've had people hit me up to try and get their information to get them to go and, and be with them instead of being where they're at. Like, that's how grimy it is. And throughout the entire time, Gilbert and Kamaru have been nothing but loyal to Henry. So when all this stuff started up, man, it's like, I kept my mouth shut. If you notice, I posted nothing. I didn't say anything. Yeah, I wasn't saying anything. Like, all I can say is like, and I reached out to both of them and said, hey, good luck. I love you guys. Have fun. Just go and have fun. That's all I could say. But no, man, I can't. I can't. Any like everybody was asking me who you got, who you got, who you got. I'm like, I don't. It is probably the most 50-50 fight you could ever get. Yeah. And, and and again, my heart, the only when I say my heart wanted Gilbert, it's because again, the relationship that I have with Gilbert compared to the relationship I have with Kamaru. Listen, you know, it's it's like I like Kamaru. He's a super nice dude. People don't people don't probably don't realize how like quiet and reserved a person he is, because when they the general public sees him, they see him in front of a microphone. You just got to get it. You just got to get into his circle. It's just like anybody at that level that's gone through that stuff. Once you, you no, but that's what I'm ch- saying. But yeah. you got to get through his circle. Yeah. Whereas Gilbert is right off the bat, just open open so yeah. it's like that's the difference and you know and i i've you know gilbert's just again and 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 that's why i say my heart wanted to and and, and not only that but like knowing bruna and knowing the boys it's like listen i've had dinner i've had lunch bruna's cooked for me i've had them over i've cooked pizza for them like i i literally have gone to his house and made pizza for the whole family like he's like we haven't gotten to hang out much the last year, two years, just because of my own career and stuff like that. Like, but I I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for Gilbert. And I, I owe him so much of everything from like my career to jujitsu. He like cornered me at one point for like when I had nobody like cornering me. Like, man, it, it hurt me. It hurt me a lot. Like, and there's nothing that I can do. 
because it's I, I, you get to a point where I'm like, all they can do is be here. And, and, then, be and then seeing like what I paid attention to is as soon as it was over, I was watching Kamaru hold back the tears. Yeah. For for Gilbert, it lets you it, like if anybody thinks that Kamaru is a bad dude, that right there should have shown them where his heart is you know what i what i it's it's, it's probably going to be a really shitty analogy but the way that that i compare it to is that scene in i am legend where like will smith had to like put down the dog like that's like your brother like that's the person that's been there with him this entire time yeah and he's like he just turned on him like he had to put him down it's that kind of pain where like i don't want to have to do this but i have to do this it's not a bad analogy at all. I mean, I get it 100%. I mean, and yeah, and and like, and I, it's funny, is in that moment, I, I was, you know, feeling for Gilbert, but then, uh, then now I'm feeling for Kamaru because I can see the emotion on his face. I can see him, I can see his lip, you know, his chin quivering and, yeah. and you know, and, and how bad he felt for having to do that to his friend. It's the equivalent of like uh, Captain America and like the Winter Soldier yeah like when you have to make that that split like dude and I, I can tell listen like i've seen it and you know what i never asked anybody i never asked any like either one of them what they say like i know deep down inside they're really good people i know that there's no real animosity it's just one of those things like they both had That's, a goal they're in the fight business unfortunately. it just ended up being the exact same goal and yep. i don't think it'll be the last time it'll happen i think that there's going to be another fight between the two I really do. I don't think Gilbert's yeah. going to go away. because yeah, I don't think Gilbert's going away either. Masvidal is going to take Gilbert. Leon isn't going to take Gilbert. Like, Wonder Boy, it, like, Stephen Thompson is not going to be anywhere near their, their level. Like, he's not going to have any kind of impressive win. Woodley's out. I mean, the only other person that's a sleeper that can work the, his way up is Vicente. And Vicente is coming up. He, if it wasn't for that last loss, yeah, Vicente would be next, and then Kamaru has to do it all over again with Vicente. Like, so it's it's crazy, man. But with that being said, listen, I'm I'm sad and I'm happy at the same time. I'm sad for Gilbert. I'm happy that Kamaru gets to keep going and putting his name in history. I think Gilbert has got a long way to go before he's done. And at one point or another, I do think that belt is going to be around his waist without a doubt in my mind. Um, but there was bigger things that happened this past two weeks. Oh, wait, we wait. I, before, before we move on, yeah, there is a sleeper in the division that comes at. Yes. No. Uh -uh. Yes. Not, not now. Not. What do you mean? Not anymore. What do you mean? The, that like he's still lingering with like COVID and stuff like that. He's not going to be able to fight again for a while. Well, well, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that's that's a dude that right now he's at the at the bottom of the rankings. He could work his way up, but he is one of those guys that could work his way up fast and is a handful for everybody in that division. I feel like he'll probably he's going to hit a wall. But he's got a he's got a very small window. I think he's one of the guys that's gonna have a very small window of making it up the ranks. And if he doesn't meet that window, it's like Leon Edwards. He's got a very small window, the the way that he is. So I 
he's good. He's been able to knock dudes out, but he's also not fighting the top 10. He hasn't hit top 10 yet. We have to no, see what it, once he hits top 10, then we can sit there and start talking about him, but it's still like a long way to go. Um, did you have something else to say before I, I bring into the, the serious uh, aspect of everything? This was all pretty serious, I thought. No, there's much more serious problems. We need to sit down and have a conversation. About? Ladies and gentlemen, as a representative of the Purple Belt uh, community, we need to have a discussion about... If you say micro-adjustments, I'm going to punch you right Micro-adjustments. Mother... We need to have a we need to have a discussion about tapping to lower belts and dealing with micro adjustments. Now, granted, my comrade over here as a black belt has a different conversation to have with you all, but you got to deal with those micro adjustments. Um, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, it is very heartbreaking to see one of our brethren fall to a lower belt for because he didn't adjust to the micro adjustments sometimes you have to m macro adjust to micro but um you know it's a sad day and we're looking to move forward past this and uh we hope that everyone has uh learned from from these mistakes and we hope that in the future our uh, our community will uh look upon us in favor once again you may, you may speak now um, you know what I don't like? Micro adjustments? No, I'm fine with micro adjustments. Beating, beating a joke to death? No, I don't. That's not even it. How you, dude, have you met me? <laughs> Do you even live, I, bro? I will beat a joke <laughs> to the, into the ground. No, is, here's another thing that drives me nuts. Another thing that grinds my gears is how much oh, hate. How much hate that that guy's getting? So, and here's the thing: do we do we need to do a a recap? I think everybody knows by now, right? We don't. We, yeah, if you don't know, look, it's a white belt. A white. Life. Yeah, you're not about that life, but it's real easy. A white belt made a post where he talked about tapping a purple no, belt. See, see, no, you can't do that. So, so let's let's we can half serious, half jokingly cover that like the subject. A white belt who doesn't train that consistently, but he was a white belt. Um, he's training, doesn't matter. Visited a different gym other than his own gym. Rolled with a purple belt. Tapped out the purple belt. He made a whole post about it, which I... Which he, he, and he didn't call out any names. Didn't call out any names. It's, it's a weird... It was like the weirdest balance of disrespectful, respectful, like egotistical post slash but i want to still look humble. Well, humble humble brag yeah like the humble it was like a humble egotistical brag so it opened up a whole can of worms in the jujitsu community now let's dissect this honestly there is gym etiquette that says you don't brag about tapping a higher belt right whether it was legitimate or he gave it to you it's just one of those things you don't brag about tapping somebody else out in your gym by the now, way We've um, all done it. Every we've all done single, it for sure. For every sure single person has done it. But you don't sit there and put it on blast on Facebook, right? Right. So with that being said, yes, if it's Sean and I 
like trash talking because we're friends, that's fine. However, I would never go to, let's say, Jay-Z's gym, grapple with someone, tap them out, and then go afterwards and post it. That's when you talk about, that's where it gets actually disrespectful. Regardless of what's going on, if it's an inside joke, maybe. You're still going to get a conversation with, with that that gym owner, the black belt, whatever. But to be fair, he didn't say what gym. He's, he did say he's trained at multiple and and I and gyms. I get it. Listen, I I'm not one of the people that got upset about it. I think that it was a stupid post to make. I it's one of those things that that is not how I'm taught. That is not how we do things at our gym. Like that's not how my instructor. Uh, that's not allowed. You don't go around shit talking about because here's what happened. Then you got guys like Tom DeBlast and stuff like that who are very respected. They're very knowledgeable. And they came in to defend for this guy, which did they? Yeah. No, Tom DeBlast like was instantly he came in and, and I think I still have the video, which cool. I think it's awesome that DeBlast got on there. But DeBlast is also one of the guys that if someone I have a feeling that if someone did that at his gym or someone visited his gym, put that guy on blast like that he tapped out. I think he would be kind of pissed. Don't you think? But so? again, 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 he didn't put anybody on, blast. but he didn't put anybody on blast. And that's why it's 50, 50. That's why like, I didn't get mad. I think yeah. it, I think it came out to be a good joke. I think that the lesson was learned, like don't go online and bragging about tapping somebody out. Um, so then it became a whole joke because he said micro adjusted and then he went back and edited it and got rid of it. And then it became a meme. All in all, I think for the most part, everybody took it in stride. But the real power play in all this was uh, the guy's name is Isaiah, by the way. Um, Isaiah went on and turned it into a money making opportunity where yes, he started. And I love it. Uh, I'm 100% for it. Like, I, and you know what? Not only was it a smart capitalistic move on his part, but it was the best thing he could have done to soften any blow or blowback rather that could have been created from that post. So he really did turn lemons into lemonade on that one. So no, for sure, I, I give him credit for that, but let's be honest. If someone did that came into temple, tapped out one of your purple belts, and then when you found out that he went and posted something after, would you not be upset? No, I wouldn't give a shit. That's not true. I really wouldn't. I was even like, dude, you know, I, and next I time he so. came in, I think no, I wouldn't. And, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, I'll tell I you why. No, you're wrong. You should know me by now. I'm not one to really care about internet stuff. But second of all, I would remember it. And then when he came in, have a conversation. I would, no, I would not give him a conversation. I would have one of my lower belts destroy him. See, so then you would silently retaliate. I would, yes, but not in, a, but not in a way, not in a vengeful, mean way. Just look, you know, in a look, show of dominance. Not even show of dominance. That's hundred percent a, a show of dominance. No, 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 no. It, it's more of like I want him to learn the lesson for his future, not because he dissed any of my guys. But because this is this for him to move forward in the jujitsu journey, 
he needs to learn this lesson the correct way. And nothing will learn or teach that lesson better than getting an smashed. Yeah, for sure. You know, and 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 honestly, and I and I mean this in all honesty, that's for his benefit. That would be 100 percent for his benefit. And then we would joke about it, and then he would be like, Man, I get it, and then that would be it. Yeah. I mean, I thought the whole thing was funny. I thought it was funny too. I thought it was great. I, I like, just love to hold the situation. What I do think is there was an obvious showing that whoever his instructor was did not educate him on just having some kind of respect and etiquette. Because again, what happens in the gym stays in the gym. If it's you and I trash talking or if it's our teammates trash talking about, oh yeah, it's like that time I tapped you out. That's one thing. But to go online and sit there and say, oh, I went to another gym, again, not naming it. I went to this gym and then I went and I smashed this guy. I, I beat him, whatever. I tapped him out a higher belt. Like, it, it's so weird. He tiptoed this fine line of not disrespectful, like humble, like innocent post and infuriatingly egotistical just shit post so it was it was so weird because you couldn't you couldn't really go all the way in one way or all the way the other well i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna do you want to read it no no i want to no we don't need to read it i'll read it but we need to throw something else out there uh -huh. that i think could be a genius move or you know here's the whole thing we don't know if it was legit this was legit what Nobody knows if this story really happened. No, it happened. No, yeah. How do we know? Because How the guy you... that he tapped out, like, sat there and admitted to it. And then, like, everybody else that was involved said, like, yeah, it happened. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, isn't yeah, are this... You, a... Are you pulling, like, a QAnon conspiracy theory on micro-adjustments? Is that what you're well, doing right now? Well, maybe, well, no, 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 not, not that. But maybe... So maybe he's, like, he didn't plan to make it a, into a business proposition. But maybe like like us, he's a douchebag, and and by a douchebag, I mean that in all with all the love and sincerity of our douchebagginess, where we like to make jokes and do things and make like stupid trigger hoaxes, people. trigger people and stuff like right. that. What if this whole thing started as like, dude, I'm gonna see what what people say if we if I put this up and and stuff like that. And then it actually like blew took it blew up and like he wasn't expecting it. But, you know, again, it's like I don't I'm not I'm, saying it. it's just like we don't know if the other guy was in on it. There's a lot of stuff we don't know, but it, like it might have just been like, a dude, I'm just going to say this and see what happens. Could have been, could have not been. I think I think it's just one of those things where someone posted something on BJJ Fanatics group. And because he isn't as deep into understanding the etiquette because he's an on and off like training, like student, like he had just, he posted it thinking he was going to get a kudos to you kind of thing. And then it blew up. What I, the, out of everything that happened, out of everything that happened, the only thing that I am calling bullshit on is the people that are saying that they're okay with that happening. Like, I know for a fact that 
if anybody would have gone to anybody else's gym and done that and go and posted about it afterwards, people would be fucking pissed. They would be calling up that other gym coach and be, hey, bro, what's up with your buddy going over here and posting shit saying he came in and he just tapped out my people? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, okay, he, he tapped the guy out, but you're really going to let him post that? Like, no. I, I don't believe that for a freaking second. No, I would, we, I, it, uh, wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me in the, in the least. I, I, it might it really not bother wouldn't. you because you don't give a shit about anything, but it would probably, Eric Brooks would be like, bro, like if someone came in from another gym and ended up smashing someone kickboxing and then going up and posting about it, Brooks would probably be like, oh, okay, well, let's go over to that gym then and then we'll take care of it real quick. Well, yeah, but that's Brooks's mentality. But that's ninety percent of jujitsu yeah. coaches' mentality yeah. too. You just don't give a shit about anything. Well, it's because to me, it's not a to me jujitsu. It's what I do with jujitsu isn't about business. Right. Exactly, because you're not looking at it from a business point of view because you're right. not taking it that. But if it was your business, if that was your gym, your livelihood, a hundred percent. Well, I, yeah, one hundred percent. Like I can I, see for sure. Like I could call up Jay Z right now and ask him, bro, if someone did that to you, Jim, what would you do? Like, would you get mad? He's like, no, I wouldn't get mad. I would just call up the other coach, and be like, hey, just so you know, this guy's doing this. Like, what's up? Like, what's going on? Like, is this, you know, like something that we need to discuss? Probably. I mean, I think he would say something. Like I'm sure he wouldn't care either, but it would be something that he have a conversation with. Like, I mean, how many times we've had guys come into our gym? that that are five stripe white belts that clearly have had wrestling experiences and the other and come in and just go and go to town to lower belt until it's like okay someone get this guy because he's clearly coming in with an ego thinking he can smash all the lower belts but he's not going to go with anyone higher right right well we know those guys and then you end up having to get the gym enforcer be like let me put it we had i remember and don't get me wrong the guy was super nice short dude came from california was visiting and he started rolling with everyone. The dude came up to like here on me and was smashing everyone. He was going fucking competition rolls with everybody. And he had his girlfriend or his fiance or whatever on the side filming. Like, cause he wanted to have footage for like his vacations. How high were you? Where, like, where was this at George's or was this? Yeah, yeah, at- yeah, it was at Excel. And I'm, he's like, oh, you want to roll? I was like, yeah, dude, let's go. I was already done. I was done. I was like, yeah, I'll go, whatever. Like, where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. We talked. And then he started going hard. And then I saw that his girlfriend was filming. I was like, oh, we're doing this? Okay. Because he ended up, like, he was, like, smashing everybody. And I just fucking worked him over. I just worked him over. Because I'm not going to go hard on a guy that's half my size. Why am I going to do that? But if you're going to do it, all right, then let's do it. No problem. Afterwards, like, like I could tell that she's, like, phone off, down. Like, let's stop. And, like, we talked. It was cool. No problem. There's no beef. But he never went and go and say, like, oh, I went over here and smashed everybody. We rolled. We rolled hard. Is what it is. Super nice guy, man. I'm like, I'm not going to sit there and go bragging. Oh, I beat him up. Blah, 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 blah. He came in, and I had to be the enforcer. Like, no, I'm definitely not going to do that. But it happened. Well, by the way, People always wanted me to be the gym enforcer, and I don't have that in me either. No, that's bullshit. You've done it. You've done it before. I've done it reluctantly. But it's not something I relish. You're just a you're just a taint. You're just well, you taint. know, you know this about me, dude. You know I don't like to like no. What I know is that you and I are nice dudes, and we never like to have that kind of drama. And we don't like being forced to be put into that position where we have to do that. To yeah, we're, we're, like I am self-conscious about my size as is. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like I feel like, no, I don't mean that side. <laughs> um, I'm self-conscious about being a big dude and training with people as is. So it's like when you ask me to do, to use my size and use everything that I have, which is including my size as a, an impetus to teach a lesson, I don't feel comfortable with it. And, and I never have. It's just, I never See, really liked that. I don't disagree with you. I'm, I don't like being that. However, if it comes down to a situation where I see other people getting bullied by someone. Oh, that, that's different. See, that, well, that's what I'm saying. If, someone, if, people, if someone's coming in and he's bullying people where they're just coming in to have a good role or they're just, you know, they're, he's going punching below his weight class, then it's like. That's different. Okay. If he's if he's going hard with people his size, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Then I can I I I'm then I'm fine with that. But if he's beating up smaller people, that's what I'm saying. It's then like, then then I have then I take umbrage to he, even if it's someone his size but low like it's a two week white belt, right? And, right. and they're going, hey, I'm like that's what I'm saying. That's where you're the gym enforcer. You're like, no, that's not gonna happen because no one should be on this mat and being afraid. You should be afraid because of just jujitsu and it's something new, but you should never be coming in to roll and being afraid for your life or being afraid you're going to get injured because you're going to get some dumb-dumb. Like that should never be the case. Anytime something like that happens, that you have to have a gym enforcer. If it's there, if it's not the black belt in the gym where he's going to be like, hey, take care of that, like then someone needs to go take care of that, 100%. 100%. You know what's funny is that Temple mm. – Almost everybody's the enforcer. Yeah. No. Like, and that, again, that's because it's a good vibe. Yeah. It's a good vibe. And nobody wants someone to come in and kill that vibe. Nobody wants don't to kill my vibe. Yeah. Please don't kill my vibe. So, moral of the story is don't be a don't dick be a douche. and make your micro adjustments on the low. But yeah, it's, it's so funny. All the stuff that everyone's been talking about with all that stuff. Um, more update. It is sad for us to say, but Ryan Hall will not be competing against Danny Gay in the March 3rd UFC fight. So we're going to have to win. What happened now? He got injured. He got injured. Uh, so, Dude, Ryan Hall has got to have the worst luck. He's got to have the worst luck in jiu-jitsu MMA. It's just he can't get a fight, can't get a match. Something always happens. Somebody has to back out, and then he finally got Danny Gay, which would have been a great fight. Oh, you're, you're on mute. I didn't hear you. Now, what'd you do? You Can muted you yourself? Now? Yeah, you muted yourself. Yeah, I muted, my, muted myself so I could talk, uh, cough and... Oh, uh, I got you. I was, trying to be, I was trying to be a good podcaster. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, man, that, that fight against him versus Danny Ige would have been so good. So now that one's canceled, which I'm curious to see if they're going to keep Danny Ige on the card. Um, Speaking of injuries, Nikki Ryan was supposed to be competing against Roberto Jimenez on the upcoming Third Coast Grappling card, the first one on Fight TV. So shout out to Fight TV and Third Coast Grappling. But, uh, or no, not uh, Third Coast Grappling, sorry. Uh, who's number one on that? Who's number one card? Mm -hmm. um, but still shout out to Fight TV, Third Coast Grappling. Um, did you see what happened? Yeah, I saw, I saw who stepped in. <laughs> I didn't see what see happened him? to Nikki. Oh, so you didn't see his leg? No. Dude, look up Nikki Ryan's Instagram 
and look up his leg. He, uh, from what I remember from what Gordon said, he was trying to pull out of a calf slicer and uh, he hurt his knee and uh, his knee started to swell up and he actually stopped, um, he stopped getting circulation to his leg. So his, if you look from the knee down, it's his, white. no, it's purple. It's blue. Like, so the circulation wasn't going back up. It was just, it wasn't moving. So he couldn't feel his leg. Um, so think of your calf from knee down your calf on Nikki Ryan's, uh, leg and it's big and purple and blue. Like he, there's a, there's a photo of it. Um, so to, to help a brother out and to get a good match finally, since everybody's ducking Gordon, um, Gordon Ryan stepped in. So we're actually going to get Gordon Ryan against, um, Roberto Jimenez. And, and look, how awesome is that? Roberto's like, okay. Yeah. I love, I love that kid. He's like, like, well, they've trained together and they've had, uh, wars at the gym. So it's going to be a good match. I still think no disrespect to Roberto. I still think well, Gordon's going to win. Yeah. He's young and he's still learning, but he's willing to take the match. He doesn't care. Yeah, so if which, I lose, I lose. Yeah. Which, that's what I love. That. I, I, like I said, I love that kid, which like, a he, lot of, uh, big name black belt should probably be taking note. Just saying, um, not, not naming names, but speaking naming, of naming not, names, considering Gordon Ryan, did you see the, the beef that's continuing against Andre Galvao and Gordon Ryan? Oh, well, I've, I've, my funniest meme I've seen yet. Which one? The, the, Dr. DVD, Evil? the DVD instructional. Oh no, I didn't see that. You didn't see that one. No. Would you put it in the group chat? No, no, no. It's on, it's on uh, Gordon's uh, Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw that. Yeah, that one's pretty funny. That's so, funny. He he is he is a great grappler, Gordon. but he may be an even better troller. Oh, for sure. So for those that don't know, uh, if you don't follow Gordon, he and you're yeah, a dummy. We're we're gonna get into it in a minute, but he posted a because uh, someone's talking shit about his DVDs and not making money off his DVDs, so he made a a meme DVD using the Andre Galvao uh, cover saying killing the legacy I have by refusing to grapple Gordon Ryan part one. So he, I can't see that well, but it's up there. It's, uh, it's funny. I mean, it's, it's just funny. Uh, it's hilarious. And then he did one with the three stooges and put Kanan, Andre and Hulk with the three stooges uh, movie um, image. So basically what happened is Andre Galvao made a post, um, uh, basically trolling saying that he he wanted one million dollars to compete against gordon ryan which is basically it is what we industry in the industry call the fuck you price right so what which, that means yes is, which that is it's called the fuck you price why is it called that because basically if it's your way of saying sure i'll do it f you for this price so what happens is most likely you're not going to get it but if you get it all right, well, fuck it. We'll get the price. Like, we get the money. Let's do it. Um, the point being is it started going back and forth between Andre and Gordon, and Andre saying that he wants a million dollars, which is more than he's ever made. Uh, granted, I'm pretty sure Galvao is a multimillionaire because of his uh, school and the Actually, franchise. Actually, I think I looked this up. Hold on. 
I'm sure. I'm sure he is. He's got to be worth at least like 1.2, 1.5. Right. Net worth. I love. I love the internet. It's not always correct though. But continue. Uh, net worth is between a hundred thousand and a million. Yeah. See, it means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So no, for sure. How many? How many academies does does Atos have? I don't know. Look it up. Uh, type in Atos affiliates. How many Atos gyms in the world? I'm saying it's got to be somewhere like two hundred, something like that. What do we got? Slowest type affiliates, of affiliates directory, Atos Jiu Jitsu, Australia. So, oh, you, you can't even, yeah, know. it's like there's four in Australia. Let's just, let's just check America. United States. Let's see. What do we got here? He's got well, Australia, China, Israel, Philippines, uh, UAE. Yeah, he's got he's got a bunch, man. Dubai, like that one alone is probably making him a ton. So let's say he's got two. He's got two in Florida. So maybe not that much. Like maybe not not as many oh, as we. I mean, let's say one, two, three, four, five, ten, fifteen. So nineteen affiliates um, that we're kind of generalizing. It could be a few. There's going to be a bunch in the United States. So let's say forty. Let's say there's forty. Academies, Atos affiliate academies out there. That's a fair number, right? Sure. How many, how much a month do you think those affiliates have to pay? Well, I know fight sports is 600, about 600 bucks. A month? A month. No. Yes. Probably shouldn't throw out their numbers like that. I said about. So, so I would say then for Atos, I'd say it's a thousand. Let's say it's a thousand. Probably not. That, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Th I, I think they all could do about the same. I um. So let's say five hundred. Safe. Let's number. say five hundred. Yeah. Okay. What's five hundred times forty? Well, uh, like twenty thousand or uh, twenty-five. No, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand a month. Okay. Twenty thousand a month that you're making off of affiliates alone. Alone. Yep. So times twelve. $240,000 a year off of well, that one. Off of yeah, that not, one. not not off your main academy, but off okay, your 240000 a year. Now, it costs 500 a month to train at Atos in California, I think. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's up there. No. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No Henzo's, Henzo's in New York is like 500 a month. No. Yeah, dude, look it up. Are you serious? Yeah, look it up. I'm I'm positive. I am positive that's like the number. It's up there. Like here's the thing. As a capitalist, I dig it. Yeah. But as a jujitsu guy, I think that is let me see. Price that is just that is just horrendous. Walk-ins. Okay, so all right, I'll take it back. It's walk-ins is $50 per session, $60 per day, $175 per week, $350 a month, right? For a 12-month contract, it's $200 a month. Well, that's... 
up to 12. So up to 12 classes per month, it's $185. That's about a six month contract is $220 a month. Month to month is 350. So 350 a month. So imagine, okay, I'm looking at the photo of the school. There's got to be what? At least a hundred people there. Was that, was that Henzo's or, or was that? Otto's? No, this is Atos. So there's at least like in the big school photo, there's got to be like a hundred people there. So he, he's making money, bro. He ain't hurting. He's he not hurting. He ain't hurting anytime soon. So he's making money. So 200, like 200 bucks a person uh, granted is California. So, you know, California loves to rip people off. So let's say he's making a hundred bucks a head, dude, he's banking. So he's definitely making money. So it's, um, anyway, what we were trying to get to is Gordon, Gordon was like debating him back and forth. Like that you're, you just don't want to fight Mo Jassim, who is the president, the owner of ADCC, I guess not the owner, but the president of ADCC, um, was telling him like, yeah, we don't even make that much money for ADCC. So for us to pay you more than we even make in through the door, cause we don't make pay-per-view is just not gonna happen. Now, theory is Galvao is just trying to troll to kick up a dust cause ADCC got pushed back in a, another entire year. Um, I hope they really push it to do it this year. I hope so too. I mean, ADCC. it would be a great pay-per-view. It would just, if they could do a standalone pay-per-view ADCC 20 bucks easily, easily could make a ton of money. Hey, hey, look, maybe that's the whole, well, that's the plan. That's what maybe, I think. Maybe that's the whole thing. And they're just, they're just selling this stuff, man. Like a bunch of pro wrestlers. What would you think if we did? Hello? You froze on me. Oh, did I freeze? Am I frozen? Oh, you froze. You froze, so we're going to keep going. Oh, man, this guy froze on me. Can you believe it? There you go. Now I see you. Can you see me? Yeah, I can and hear you. Yeah, so, yeah, I think what's this is just more publicity push back and forth to, to keep interest in the match because it's going to be two years removed now. Technically, ADCC was supposed to be this year. Um. Even the trials were supposed to be last year, so we all lost a bunch of grappling. It's just to get attention, to keep the things moving, because Andre yeah. isn't getting any younger. And No, but he's not that old either. <laughs> he's not that old, but then Gordon still hasn't even gotten to train, or not train, but compete that much. He only competed, what, twice last year, three times? Yeah, but you know why? I, like, Unfortunately, I think it's because nobody wants to compete against him. No, nobody wants to. Which Do I you, think, like, like, I think is stupid. It's because because the bottom line is is you really have nothing to lose going up against the best grappler on the planet. If I, you lose, you lose against the best grappler on the planet. If you win, you win against the best grappler on the planet. You are now the best grappler on the planet. It's really like you, like people still haven't gotten it, dude. People still don't understand it. No one gives a shit about the win or lose record. People want to be entertained, right? Look at Herbert Santos. How does Herbert Santos still get to sit there and compete and get paid? Because he, does, he, makes, he, does, he doesn't lose or he doesn't win. He hasn't won a match. Felt. And like, yeah, he's just, he's going to get attention. It's going to get attention. 
So why wouldn't you say, like, listen, if Gordon Ryan said, I'll fight anybody right here, dude, let's go. I'll go. I will deadlift until like the day of the tournament. And I will just try and find a way to pick them up and body slam them if I have to. But look, I'm still going to lose. I'll lose in the first two minutes, hands down, if, if it's even going to take that long. But I'm going to take the match because I'm not afraid of taking an L. I still get to go grab yeah. and like test yourself the best, but no. People like, I mean, it would suck that you would get embarrassed on national TV you know or whatever. What it is? The difference with Gordon is that if you're someone that talks shit with him back and forth and he beats you, then you're going to have to deal with that shit talking forever. So you're almost better off dealing with his trolling and not giving him the fight than you are of having to deal with like, yes, I lost to Gordon Ryan and he's going to keep on shit talking. But it's like, dude, Roberto Jimenez did no shit talking. Gordon is talking him up. He's like, he's a great guy. Like he's, you know, uh, I love his grappling. He's a super, like, no issues. There's no issues. Why is it that's only a handful of people have issues with him? You see what I'm saying? It's like, man, just, just take the match. Just take the match. Just take the match. Yeah, I, I don't get it either, dude. I really don't get it. The big you know. issue that everyone has with Gordon is like, well, what about the gi? You're not the best jujitsu guy until like you put on the gi. Shut Prove up. it. Shut up. Well, that just makes zero up. sense. Shut up. Just shut up. Anytime that I see someone trying to make the whole gi argument, just shut the fuck up. Just shut up. All right. That's, so it would be cool. It would be great to see it. For if sure. he started training in the gi. But you, you really going to tell or, the ADCC champion? Not training like, in the gi, but competing in the gi. Yeah, but you're still going to tell the ADCC champion he's not one of the best grapplers like ever right now because he didn't put on a gi? Come on. No, of course really? not. Get the hell out of my face. No, of course not. Um, you don't say that. But what I'm saying is, as a grappler and as a fan of grappling, I would love to see him put on a gi. I'm not, I'm, he's done it. He's probably No, I know, and he's competed before I know that. I just... Dude, I would... You love, know, I would... I. Because would, here, you want me to tell you why I want to see him do it? Because uh, I don't think the out, outcome would be different, and it would shut all these people up. Oh, they would. What would be their next argument? Steroids. No, because there's other people that do gi that take steroids, and like win or lose, nobody says anything. I'm just saying that's what they would say. It's not, I'm not saying hashtag hashtag uh, rest in peace BJJ steroids. God, I, w- I wish that they would bring that account back. Oh, really that do. was so funny. That was such a good account. So much, just so many burns on that account was hilarious. I, really I was there. That... Yeah, you I were was... there. You were there that year. I was there that year. That was your the year your back gave out. No, that was the year I won. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. That's, that's been six you years. Think? Yeah, you're old. Who do you think it was? Who do you think it was? Do you think it was like a regular, just kind of like blue belt, purple belt kind of? I think it was a nobody. I really do think it was a nobody. You think? No, because they had too much insider information. Well, they didn't really. All they really did was. was... No, they had a lot of insider information. They had a lot of insider information. I mean, a nobody isn't just going to go to Worlds and just stand around. Well, no, they were there. Yeah, they were. Yeah, a lot of nobodies did. I'm a nobody and I was there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't think it was anybody. I just think it was somebody with, with time on their hands and, and, and said, let's do it. I'm going to do this because this is what I think. That's and I funny. think it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's so funny, man. Uh, one day we'll find out. 
Um, other than that, yeah, um, listen, end of this month, I will be up in Orlando with my man Carlos for the B2 Grappling Tournament. Uh, make sure you sign up. It's your chance to win a bunch of money. Um, so if you're going to talk shit about your jiu-jitsu and you think you're the best, get into the absolute. And you can't just sign up for the absolute. You have to win your bracket. You have to get first place in your bracket to be eligible to get into the absolute. So how, how was sign up this, this time? It is good. No, they're good. It's the same people that wanted to come in and compete last time. And now obviously some people are better, are more comfortable with uh, the Rona and stuff. And they're competing. A lot of people didn't sign up obviously because of Rona last time, but now everyone's feeling more secure. So there's a lot more people. Um, listen, you're trying to make money doing jujitsu. That's going to be a tournament. I'll be out there. I'll be running the social media. We're going to do a podcast while we're up there too. Um, so it'll be good to go, man. That's getting it out there. We need to telling you, you got to get them JJR radios or those JJR shirts out there. Yeah, they're up there. You never told me which one you wanted. So I, I like, I, you, you know, which one I want. No. Yeah. Look at your text messages. I asked you a question on which size or, or not, which size, which color or whatever it was. And you never I answered. The, I said the, the black. Um, yep. Well, yes, I did not. I did. Um, yeah, I'm going to order some um, tonight. Um, yeah, we got new merch. Check out the website for uh, picking up your new merch. Don't forget to check out Twitch. Really appreciate everybody that's been jumping on. We've been having a blast. Um, that's all we got for you guys today. Please go ahead. If you like this, the podcast, hit the subscribe button. Follow Sean. Follow me on Instagram. We got all kinds of fun stuff planned for everybody. We got a lot of stuff. Speaking of which, we got to start working on our videos. So we got to start figuring that stuff out. Uh, we got a bunch of videos we're going to be working on. And with that being said, big thank you to our sponsors, Choke Aloha, Jiu-Jitsu, Subco, and Giraffe Choke. We appreciate you all. Uh, make sure you guys use the promo codes, get the discount. With that being said, have a great week. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.